friends beyond the binary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, and my patron papes. Uh, what up, my patron papes? Let's get out the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place. So I got a safe place here. I'm smoothing it. I'm patting it. I'm rubbing it down, clearing it out. Uh, And this safe place is where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts you're thinking about or coming up for you. It could be about the past, the present, or the future. Normally, they're all three simultaneously, or they're like three beings that keep saying, and then, oh, and by the way, taking duly noted from fifth grade, I'd like to talk about four weeks from now, and then the person will be like, what about the stuff you forgot today? But it could be other thoughts, whatever it is. Uh, I'm here to love those thoughts, really. I, I mean, in a... In a way to say, okay, come on here, come on in. Just like in a classroom, any classroom with a carpet where you sit on it setting, that's where my thoughts really need to be. Say, come on in and sit down. Did you say we didn't get a lot done today? Okay, I got a story time. So, yeah, oh boy, maybe we'll work that into our story with all the things, the the podcaster that forgot all the things and then mixed them up. and also spilled lots of drinks on himself as a, as a young lad. And will make mistakes in the future. Oh boy, talk. I can't, you know, I can't make any promises, but I can promise you that. So whether it's thoughts, it could be feelings about the thoughts or feelings that are just there. It could be physical sensations, changes in time, temperature, routine could be something else, whatever it is. You know, even if I don't know what it is, you could reach out to me and let me know. But whatever it is, I really hope I can help you, okay? Because you deserve a good night's sleep. And what I'm going to try to do here is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. They say, "Why? how'd you get your creaky so dulcet? And I'd say, well, it's more my tones got cre- my tones are creaky and dulcet. It's a part of like uh, the deal here. Where if if you hear creaky dulcet tones, you could you can kind of barely just listen to me because they'll be followed or come out at the same time as pointless meanders and super superfluous tangents, which means I'll go off topic, I'll get mixed up, I'll make mistakes, but really I'll be here for you. To keep you company while you drift off. And all those other parts. So glad you're here. You know, you could scooch forward or scooch backwards on that carpet. Oh, yeah, you can stand back there, too. Sure, you could furrow your brow back there. Past events, thoughts. And feelings about tomorrow. You could curl up in that position if you want. Uh, That looks comfortable. I'm going to talk to this human here, though, because if you're new, there's a lot of things you're probably going to want to know. And this show is very different. It's uh, strange. I mean, admittedly, without a doubt, it's it's strange. Uh, So you might be skeptical or doubtful. And that's a normal way to come to the show. The show is built with one thing in mind, which is that... uh, You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you don't have to dread and that you could feel neutral about. And you deserve the rest you need to live your life tomorrow. And if I can provide that, that would be the greatest honor I could ever have because that would mean our world would be a better place. If your world's better, even incrementally, and this is just a truth, uh, our world is a better place. And that's important. Your life being better tomorrow is important. Or you eventually getting a routine where you could get some more sleep is important. Because you're important. And uh, it's that's important to me. And one of you say, Scooch, you don't even know me. I say, well, we've been through some similar things. Uh, or we've had some similar experiences. 
we all know what the deep dark night is here on the podcast and I know how that feels. And so if I can help my, you know, mine might be a little bit different than yours, but, uh, I know how it feels. So if I can help you, it gives meaning to me because I've been there. So those are the two most important things to know, but there's a lot of other things you need to know too, because I've been doing this show for so long and I've parsed so much feedback. So these are the other important things to do or to know. You don't have to do anything. Sorry, that was just uh, one, one of my many uh, foibles. I wonder if there was ever a musical, Bob Fosse's Foibles. Uh, fo- 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 I guess, yeah, you just call it Fosse's Foibles. Uh, what if there was a statue, Fosse fo- Foist's Foibles, or Foisting Fosse's Foibles? Uh, it could be a tongue twister, you're right, tongue twister brain. Okay, so, oh, if you're new, though, stuff like that happens all the time. So there's a couple things, a couple techniques you might want to know about. One, this is a podcast you just kind of barely listen to. You kind of just sit there and you go, "Uh uh-huh, okay, yep, okay. Really, foisting foibles. Uh, I don't think you know what foibles mean. I say probably right about that, Uh uh-huh. So it's a kind of, you look at it like clouds passing by. Uh, so uh, that's one thing. What else do you need to know here? Um, so let's see. Foib- oh, uh, don't need to listen to me. Also, this podcast doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company, to be your companion in the deep, dark night, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your boar sib, your boar bestie. Your boar bud. So I can keep you company while you fall asleep. I don't really put you to sleep. I'm just here to take your mind off of stuff and, and keep you barely entertained. Or some people, you know, keep me at a lower volume and they say, you're just kind of like background noise. They say, awesome. It's my favorite. If my background noise is serving a purpose, that's a dream come true. So I don't really put you to sleep, but if you can't sleep, believe it or not, I'll be here the whole time to the very end of the episode. So I'm here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. That's probably one of the reasons the podcast works, because you could listen to it. It would barely make sense, but you could listen to it if you need to, because, yeah, I'm here for you. So those are a couple of things to know if you're new. And again, I'll repeat what I said before. If you're having a strange reaction to the show, like you're not sure, you're not comfortable, you're a little bit off, you say, I don't know if I like you. I say, that's that's totally normal. Hundreds and thousands, probably millions of people have felt that way. And all I can tell you is in the history of the podcast, most people said, hey, it took two or three tries to get used to the show because I'm just not used to not listening I kept waiting for it to get started, and Scooter said, well, it already started, and it never gets going. So give that a little bit of it, you know, give that some time and see how it goes. Oh, I mean, or just give it a few tries. That's what most listeners say. So that's one thing. The other thing that throws people off is the structure, and the structure, the show is built with an intentional structure. It is adaptable, so I'll kind of give you some of the ways people adapt the show, too. So there's no wrong way to use the podcast. But they're like, uh, like listeners adjust in different ways. But so the show starts off with a greeting. So you feel welcome and seen. Then there's, uh, support for listeners. Uh, so you have other options, uh, support for the show. So we can be here for free twice a week. Uh, that's what makes that possible. Then there's the intro. So there's like, uh, greeting. I guess you'd call it housekeeping or business, then the intro. The intro runs about 10 to 20 minutes long. And sometimes people are having strong feelings. They don't hear me say this, but uh, they think those two things are the same. But really, the intro is a show within a show or its own podcast. There are like a few thousand people that listen to all intro episodes on Patreon almost exclusively. But the intro is it give you a chance to wind down and ease you into bedtime. In addition to me trying to explain the podcast and not being successful, it's your wind down time or you're getting ready for bedtime and a part of your nightly routine, ideally, if, if you uh, if as you start to get used to the podcast. Now, there's a, some listeners that skip ahead. 
There's a small percentage of listeners that do that. There's some listeners that listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. And there's people that are falling asleep. And those are all great ways to do it. Uh, but for most people, it, 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 or at least as you're getting used to the show, you say, oh, okay. I didn't like the intros till I realized I didn't really have to listen to them while I listened to them. So, I don't know. The intros are different every time so that your brain or whatever's keeping you awake, your feelings, your physical sensations, they can't get used to it and keep, you know, interrupting things. Uh, just like they're doing on that carpet here. Oh, everybody's doing such a great job sitting around listening to me ramble. Great job on that carpet. So that's the structure. Oh, the, no, that's not the structure. <laughs> There's business between the intro and the episode. Again, so it can be free twice a week. And then there's uh, tonight we'll be talking about The Good Place. Uh, in a way, they say it's more like a bedtime story. I mean, The Good Place is kind of like a bedtime story. So we'll cover two episodes of The Good Place. And if you haven't seen it or you have, it'll be nice. Uh, I mean, is there anything nicer than Cheedy in a sweater vest or Joyous Jason or, you know, uh, Tahani in a conundrum or problem solving Eleanor. I don't know if there is, but you know, there's so many things to enjoy. So we'll talk about the good place and then the show ends with some thank yous and some good nights. And I think that's it. I mean, uh, give the show a few tries. I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate your time. I really uh, hope and I yearn and I strive and I, I hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's the ways I'm able to do it for you. Free twice a week. All right, everybody, it's time to talk about Season 2, Episode 4, Existential Crises. Uh, And it opens with uh, an actual perfect pause on this one. I'm seeing the back of Michael's desk, um, or no, the back of his office chair, really nice office chair. And I just happened to pause it at the right time. Facing away from whoever would be Michael's guest, we have a dragonfly. We have that flower thing that could, you, it would be, it doesn't look like it's a candy bowl. Uh, the desk set, we, we know who's there because I already watched the episode a bunch of times. It's Vicky. She's facing the book that's open on the stand. And she's going to put her feet up on the desk, according to my notes, and then chair facing her. Michael's in the chair facing her. Does he have a book in his lap, question mark? Plaid shirts, tie with circles, hands in reports, uh, page mix with Pikachu. That's now what that says. One page, my with Pikachu. Uh, Winston and Gunner are there. They have a, a some sort of plan. Eleanor, Janet Jansen seems not so bad, so basic. Uh, something else I can't read. Chapter 18, Coast is Clear. Let's see what actually happens. Vicky spins, puts her legs, feet up on the desk. Yeah. She's pretty confident. It looks like there was a Trojan horse also on. Uh, Michael says, humans don't suspect anything. Yeah, Vicky says, because we're doing such a great job. Sure are, Michael says. Here's my ideas for, uh, to, you know, here's my report. Oh, Vicky says, too long. From now on, your memos are one page max with pictures. Quentin over here. He's got a new idea for Tani, Tahani. Uh, we're going to have a good birthday party for Gunner. And it's going to be better than her party while she has one. They're all, Michael's like, wow, you're incredible. I think they're flowers on Michael's tie, not uh, circles. Now he's talking to Tahani and Jason. They say, it doesn't seem so bad. Uh, they have basic ideas. Uh, and then he's complaining about their working. Everybody's been working for a thousand years, or at least they have. Uh, the episode opens. Oh, he's is millennial. That's why. Then we're in Ethics 101. Cheaty's writing on the board. Uh, and they say, What should we call you? Uh, 
like a sort of a supreme, semi-supreme being. Chidi's ready for the first lesson. Tahani and Jason aren't there because they're working with the... He's, okay, uh... Michael says, I don't like your syllabus. It uh, doesn't do it for me. And Chidi goes, we have to start somewhere. And Michael's really throwing shade on humans. Oh, boy. I'm going to breathe and... uh I'm going to be goofy and I have fingers. Oh, boy, is that silly. Proceed. Uh, Tahani and Jason are setting up a party. Now, this is pretty cool. I didn't notice it at this moment, but later, so I'll tell you now. I'll probably tell you again because I'll forget. I was. Uh, this is in a hotel lobby of a hotel, or not the lobby. I guess you'd call it the lower lobby. Or the room. I don't know. I guess it's called or like a room. And I think it's probably a restaurant. Maybe I saw people eating breakfast or lunch there. But I was at this hotel for a conference. They didn't actually, I don't think they had any events in this room. They had them in a room off of this room. I did make a phone call from this room. I did like look at it because it's very spectacular. And I have a pen from the hotel. I was there for a, a podcast conference, of all things. It's in L, downtown L.A. Can't remember what it's called. Millennium, Millennium Hotel, I think, or maybe that's who owns it. Uh, I don't know. I forgot, uh, and I didn't look it up. But I've been to this hotel. It's in downtown L.A. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the conference. But anyway, so they're setting up for the party. Your best is having parties, Jason says. Oh, yeah, my notes, you're right. I got to go through that. Uh, I'm not good at much. Kitchen Professor Cheedy, Ethics 101, Michael's a jerk. Uh, party set up. I am the best. Oh, so she does take Jason's words to heart. Uh, then we have Eleanor and Cheedy, porthole, wind bag to GEP, uh, G R E P coach. Grip coach, retirement, uh, third about that. Think about that for a second. He takes his glasses off. Oh, he does a double face touch to a run to, oh, to, he does a mute monk. What's that? Monk, uh, monk, uh, the uh, person with their hands on their face. Monk, uh, M-U-N-C-H. Uh, then he goes into the fetal position in, uh, Maybe Cheaty's lap. We'll see in a second. Uh, then there's an ad. They say you're having an existential crisis. Uh, first step, uh, Orshell, okay. Camus, uh, snack, cool ranch, fleeting nature, flashback, Eleanor, thunderbats, uh, on two cushions. Oh, was she watching Thundercats? Uh, her house is nice. Uh, lots of uh, cactus in her house. Cheetos, I think is what Eleanor has in a bowl. There's a basket with all the remotes. So I'm supposed to pause it there. So let's run it. Got Jason and Tahani talking. Her hands are on her hip. Uh, uh, Belgian avant-garde Belgian floral designs. Uh is she have no more than that? What if I throw a party so amazing that it's better than the party that's supposed to win? And then they'll realize I missed my party. And Jason just nods. And she goes, I swore to uphold the hostess co- co- code. I, Tahani Ajamil, will do my level best uh, to make every event too much. Uh, let's do my 2008 fundraiser from Zurich. No, 2007, even better. And Janet loves it. Uh, Tahani, there's a zoom on her laughing. Michael's ripping out books, uh, ripping out pages from a book. Eleanor's like, I'm the best student. Like, uh, and she goes, this isn't your fault, Cheedy. Yeah, he's not a good, you know, he's not a good person. That's a problem. And then she just says, no, Michael can't get, the, he's immortal. So how's he supposed to find out about being a human if he doesn't have consequences for his actions? 
Oh, yeah, I was talking about the porthole because the porthole looks like it looks in on a breakfast nook that I've not identified. It could be Eleanor's bedroom, but from or like another lounge area. She goes, isn't it weird they don't, that pants have two legs? Why don't they have no legs? And she goes, a skirt? Uh, so Michael's chilling. And they say, Michael, what if, is there a big farm for you? He goes, yeah, early or, or retirement. Uh, he goes, if you really make a mistake, uh, you get retired. And it's not great. Uh, involves a ladle. And uh, molecules, so mo- ladle that does molecules, and a sun. And uh, both her arms are crossed, uh, Michael's hands on his knee. She has one of those webbed belts I had, like, in fourth grade. I don't even know if I had one. Not a, Maybe it's not a web belt. Maybe it's like a, what is that called? Uh, something. But anyway, what about emptiness, nothingness? Uh, well, think about that for a while, Michael. And this is some great Ted Danson acting. He's able to change his things. He says, so that would be it. I'd be big pharmacist like that. I'd be de-existed like in those books. He's monking his face and rubbing it. Chidi opens his arms with joy. And then he has to fall over into Chidi's lap. Uh, is he's kind of accepting, and she goes, we're getting somewhere now, oh boy, you you betcha. And he goes, this is good, it's an existential crisis. Uh, that's what people go through, you know, when we think about the, va- you know, when you, you know, he goes, yeah, we can work through this. Eleanor's like, I don't know. First step towards understanding ethics, uh, or it won't work out, she says, and then, uh, and then he goes, Eleanor, let me talk. To, oh, let me go grab some Camus. And she says, how you doing? She rubs his head. Uh, can I get you a snack? What do you eat? Uh, cool Ranch? Uh, I don't know. And he goes, I'm searching for meaning. Fleeting, a fleeting nature of existence. Uh, Eleanor says, it's easy. He goes, uh, once you think it's not a big deal, you know, when you learn about it as a kid. So then they scan, like, go to her house as a kid. Uh, nice rug and everything. Her mom comes in. Uh, Max, your dog, is uh, now living on the farm. So that's great news. Running free, rainbow bridge, everything. And really enjoying things. Uh Beautiful rainbow bridge, beautiful, really nice apartment at her house. I said, this place is gorgeous. Uh, Mom has wine and a straw, one, two remotes, and a couple other things in one of the baskets. There's another remote on the table. And uh, let's see, like magazines. Everything's very neat. Uh, She's sitting or kneeling on two big pillows as close to the TV as possible. It is also Phoenix style because there's uh, like a little bit of a southwestern feel and all the cactus, I guess. Uh, young Eleanor is in uh, maybe Oshkosh Bagash. Uh, she's in a, what do you call that thing? What is that called? Uh, over or Corduroy overalls in a coral color. And then a striped shirt. She has a man. She has a, a, a turquoise uh, hair clip or whatever barrette uh, that matches her sh- the stripe. One of the stripes on her shirt. And then we go to Tahani's party. This is, I think, when I realized I've been in that room before because uh, Tahani's on the second floor, kind of balcony. And I said I stood up there and looked in this room. And they say, okay, Michael. Uh, He's stressed. Uh, Jason says, oh, I've been through that, man. Uh, he'll be okay. Uh, philosophy. Oh, 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 too much philosophy. And uh, we got to cheer him up. They see, Even Eleanor says ennui, which we looked up last a couple of years ago. And I saw it. I said, I still don't know what that word is or how to spell it, but now I do. It's like it looks like... Uh, Looks like some sort of herding animal, N E N U U I or something. You see, is that like one of those like furry yaks? That's another kind of yak, right? And we, 
And they say, okay. And then Tahani's like, this party's going to be jumping soon, unless I'm sorely mistaken. Then we go to Gunner's birthday party. There's a giraffe, uh, build a bear, uh, fireworks, uh, plume, plumes. They sit Michael down. They say, stay calm, repress things, ice sculpture. Put on a fake smile, like when people, you know, talk about their kids. Uh, welcome to the party. We got, like, flying stuff, uh, animal pl- playing around the animals, uh, really cool things, falcons, uh, ball pit, puppy pit, uh, where you can just hang, lie around with puppies. And if you ever want to sit in a kangaroo <laughs> pouch, Jason goes, my whole dang life, uh, and he goes, this is a great party. I got to go. And they go, Tahani, look miserable with this party. Just like that. Perfect. Uh, where's Michael? Oh, boy. Then Michael pulls up in a Ferrari. And he's dressed kind of like he would be in uh, Miami Vice. Uh, and he's acting all cool. like oh, So a white suit with uh, like kind of a linen and a turquoise and linen shirts uh, that maybe we'll see a season or two later on Cheaty in a different circumstance. And then Janet has changed to Jeanette. She's supposed to laugh at Michael's jokes and be, you know, pretend she's uh, not the most uh, competent, intelligent being on the, you know, in existence. And how many quarterbacks, you know, she's a lot of good jokes. Uh, and like, this repression is awesome. He's dancing around. His hair's loose. Uh, uh, he's like, acting like he had too much Red Bull, which I think even comes up. Cut to a commercial. He's showing his uh, earring. I forgot that uh, he had an earring. And uh, Eleanor goes, yeah, this is a pretty standard thing uh, in, uh, in Arizona. You know, this is kind of a midlife thing. Tattoo. She goes, no, this is worse. Uh, if, if this is like absurdity and uh, either you confront it or you're in denial. A Jenga tower of sadness. And Eleanor goes, he's pretty fragile. Uh, he only was, he's only been around, you know, he's only realized it for a few minutes. Then they zoom on Eleanor. She goes, she's saying her her dad, she's with a, her date, uh, and she's saying bye-bye to her father. Let me hop back to my notes, though. Ennui bowl, big bowl of ennui, Werner Toner, philosophy, high five. Uh, been in that hotel. Happy birthday, Gunner. Michael has balloons, animals, flying, puppy pits, kangaroo pouch. My whole life, great. Ferrari, white suit, turquoise shirt, Jeanette, still me. Earring, repressing your feelings, Ray-Bans, talking earrings, midlife, no denial, Jenga Tower. Eleanor and Dad, date, uh, something. Mom and wine straw, Doug very beardy, not a roast, not sad. I'm fine. Pause, uh, other guest. Uh, I guess I got to pause it for other guests. So let's see. Eleanor and her boyfriend are talking. Mommy's here. Yeah, so we got a not a great view, but. Uh, on one side, we got one, two. A lot of the guests are in shorts. Uh, maybe I was supposed to pause it on something else. I don't see anything super unique here. Who's this tall drink of wine? Uh, this is my boyfriend, Sam. Sam, this is my sister, Mom says. Her purse uh, clashes with her skirt. And she's not really, Mom's not behaving appropriately. F-A-R-T in the shape of a man and she's like yeah how, how you know this is a good this is my uh shining moment uh and uh, some of the guests are looking at her like uh, clutching one another the mom like oh my goodness uh high five she tries to hold his hand she slips him in her room key 
And he goes, she goes, holy cow. And then we go back to the party. Good thing. Vicky says, thanks for coming to Gunner's party. A bit of a mix-up. I guess Tahani also had a birthday party at, at the restaurant, so that's helpful. We could head over there. And Tahani says, this party's better. They say, I'm sure yours is uh, good. But she goes, my decor is pretty good, but I don't have actual unicorns. Unicorn comes through. It's got a lit up uh, horn, and when it touches the ground, wherever its clops uh, hit, uh, there's rainbow circles. Michael wants to make a toast. Uh, he goes, Oh boy, makes some speech about existence and not thinking it. And like he goes, Focus on something great like Dracar Noir, which I'm wearing. Or a sharper image. What can't they ionize? Uh, giraffe's still walking around in the background. And he goes, let's all talk about our favorite cheeses. Uh, Jason raises his hand. Vicky goes, what's going on with you? Uh, and he goes, oh, now I've given in. You know, you're in charge. Uh, it's all good. Anger's, you know, I'm not about negativity anymore. And uh, he goes, I'm happy you're in church. She was good. Namaste. And he's like, you want to dance? She goes, dude, no. Dahani wants to leave. Jason has a little pet he's hanging out with. He goes, there's uh, dolphins, a game of hungry, hungry hippos with hippos. Uh, Sparty's way better than ours. Oh, uh, that's why you're not happy. She goes, you can stay. And he, she goes, I'm going to have a pity party. I might not be able to throw that. Uh, Michael goes into his office with Eleanor and Chidi, and he's dancing. Eleanor has a stack of books. You want to hit the clubs, Vegas, Dubai. And, oh, this is when he's drinking Red Bull. And Eleanor's like, maybe you should wind down. Uh, he goes, can't stop moving. If I do, then I'll start thinking. Uh and once they start thinking about that stuff, uh, oh boy, too late. Thinking about it now. He goes, I was going to do some samba. Let's samba. And Eleanor goes, we got to pick a book to get him back to normal. She just says, it's not that easy. He's all over the map. They are actually are sambaing. I didn't notice that before. Not sure a book can solve this. Eleanor goes, I dealt with it. And she goes, are you sure? You didn't ever think about this stuff in a deeper way. And then they zoom on her face. And she's in a bed, bath, and beyond. And she sees a four-person like a four -person toothbrush holder. Who needs four toothbrushes? A uh, family, Greg from Bed, Bath, and Beyond says. And she goes, oh, whole family together. Uh, oh, very nucle nuclear. Uh and she gets down. Greg's trying to help her. And she says uh, she gets sad. And she goes, oh, those toothpastes are close together. They could probably talk to one another about stuff uh, and hold one another. And, you know, be there for one another. Greg's like, oh, boy. And then she starts crying into a toilet plunger, which is unbelievably amazing. Uh, and he goes, we have tissues. And she goes, yeah. And then she takes it. She goes, a family pack of tissues. Uh, and she cries into the plunger again. Oxo plunger too, I think. Same one I have at home. When I plunge, uh, I use an oxo plunger. When I plunge, it's oxo. Oxo plunger. I plunge with it. Anyway, she says, Michael, you're learning to be human. And, you know, that's part of that's a big farm. And it, it, it causes a lot of feelings, and that's part of being human, those feelings. He goes, well, that's garbage. Crushes his Red Bull. She goes, yeah, but this is the deal. That's humanity. It's sometimes you feel an S to the A to the D. And she goes, I've been there. Everybody's been there. But Greg from Bed Bath & Beyond once said, uh, cry all you want, but you're going to have to buy that plunger. And she stands up. Michael glares. Uh, Jason tries to get feed to honey. She's kind of sitting there. 
and uh, her her dress perfectly matches some of the decor. Beautiful balloons, really great looking party. She goes, I thought I could out party plan all powerful beings, uh, but you know that kind of says more about me than them, huh? And she goes, I guess it worked. Uh, am I really that shallow? And Jason gives another dance. He goes, in Jacksonville, I was in charge of a 60-person dance crew. We had this a new, oh, when we auditioned a new dancer. I'm going to quote all this because it's really good. We would, like, uh, rate them uh, when we auditioned in five categories. Uh, what do we got here? Dancing ability, coolness, dopeness, freshness, and smart-brained? I don't know, is that one? And he goes, I give you an eight in every category. She goes, eight isn't bad. He goes, eight's the best. Uh, on a scale of one to 13, eight was the highest. He goes, it went up and then back down again. And he goes, so lately you've been down on yourself. He goes, you're really amazing. And most amazing person I've met besides Michael. And he was kind of like a 10, which is worse than an eight. And he says, yeah. She goes, that's confusing. He goes, you're cool, you're dope, fresh, smart-brained. Guessing you're a good dancer. So uh, you're good at everything. And she's kind of relieved. Uh, he goes, you're awesome. Be nicer to yourself. She says, thank you, Jason, from one eight to another. And they cheers. Uh, then we cut back to Eleanor's uh they're going over Michael's notes of how well it's working. And uh, she goes, I brought you back from that existential thing. Uh, and he goes, we'll have to embellish your reports uh, so Vicky doesn't catch on. I'm grateful you pulled me out of your fun- my funk, though. And then Chidi uh, says, okay, time to read some Todd May. Uh and Eleanor says, sounds like a great beach read. Where's Tahani and Jason? And we bounce back, and they're in BED, and I'm not talking about, uh, and Jason says, that was awesome. She goes, yeah, well, kind of surprisingly so was. Uh, she goes, we should talk about this. And he goes, how about some breakfast? I can make cereal. All right. Uh, and she kind of sits there, looks up, and takes a breath, and then says, well... If it worked, it worked. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Let me just see my notes, though. Dracar Noir, Ionize, uh, Jason raises hand from cheeses, Michael and Vicky, Tahani and Jason, she's leaving. Ooh, ah, pity party. Michael Red Bull office slows down, Samba lessons. I was fine. Small Zoom on Eleanor, Bed Bath and Beyond. Toothbrushes, family close. Sure, cries into plunger. Ahem. Goes to talk to Michael. That's the deal. Michael thinks post-party sadness, uh, another piece of Jason wisdom. Eleanor, Michael, short sleeves, uh, kind of almost a flannel shirt. Michael is grateful. Todd May, I put post-coital, Tahani okay with it? Uh, and what does that say, EMA, EMH or EMA? I don't know. Oh, and, yeah, and then we roll into episode five, Trolley Problem. My notes here, let's see. Tackle, model setup, pause, okay, so I'll pause on that. Uh, chalkboard, Jason calls, uh, Thought experiment, keep him, keep a swiping, iconic trolley, or ironic trolley. I think it's iconic, though, but it's a cable car. Choice, uh, Apple, choice something. Michael has been driving, drawing, voice bubble, great work. Got us all. Oh, so that's Michael's art that he does. Well, so Chidi's teaching the trolley problem. Michael's not listening. He's drawing like the opposite of what Chidi's trying to teach. Uh, Then Chidi makes him right on the board. People equal good. Uh, Then we go to chapter 19. We zoom up for the trolley. 
hang out, uh, smoothie time, cuddle up, uh, who cares? I guess smoothie time's probably, uh, maybe that was my code word, I don't know. Why don't you want anyone to know? Maybe you should talk to someone. Kitchens full of books, rap, musical, Kierkegaard. I believe in you, nerd boy. But Chidi was good, I put, uh, in his Kierkegaard rap musical. Tahani pacing and a very therapist, uh, in a way, therapist. Uh, close enough. Oh, that's with Janet. Uh, she tries to talk to Janet. I will try. And now I'm done. Uh, Janet as therapist, Chidi, Les Mis, Michael, e- uh, Easy, all are bad. Did I say Michael has to write humans are good on the board? France equals automatic. Uh, oh, every character in Les Mis went to the bad place and everybody from France, according to Michael. A long time, all of it. Uh, Station bread is 17 or negative 17. Oh, stealing bread is negative 17 or negative 20 if it's a baguette. So that was like like uh, Aladdin and Jean Valjean. Uh, scarce of Sacre Blue, Victor Hugo. Echelon, oh, Echelon Duke rule. That's what, uh, that's uh, Tahani's rule for, uh, you got to be a Duke or graduated from better than Duke uh, to, to hang with Tahani. I did daily with L- Larry Hemsworth. Uh, what are what are you doing sitting in a room? Uh, Jason sighed. Eleanor shows up for Chidi and Michael. No right answer. I just have more than you, so theoretics. Uh, Let's try. Snaps fingers. This is, oh, so this is all stuff you could see on the Universal Studios tour. Cable car, 824. Worker, oh, the station wagon. One of the station wagons we had as a kid, uh, like with the wood sides, wood, like fake wood uh, station wagon in blue. Also a hot dog cart, movie. Oh, the movies at the movie theater are Strangers on a Train and Bend it like Beckham. No time. Oh, okay. What did we learn, Ad? Uh, then we have Cheaty Frozen. None of it real. But there have to be stakes, Michael says. Connect with the material more. I'm sorry. Find Henry. He has his boots. They're stuck. Uh... Calculate a book, uh, the Ethics Express. Coolly, cool ethical speaker. Jason Tahani says Tahani soft and smooth like water balloons. Uh, scented who for classic are backers. Couple therapy question mark fern. Uh, floating thumb. This not lady. Uh, something up, cheaty. Dude, what the fork? Eleanor, unethical. Michael gets busted. Old habits. My bad. I was just letting off steam. No, no, no longer welcome. Get the fork out. Uh, very wonka. Cheaty book pause or b- 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 something. Menu food is words. Eleanor apologizes. No take backs. Uh, sweaty forehead stress grimace. Eleanor, no. I can thread of one. Back to Tahani and Jason. Fresh flowers. Keep it on the DL. You grab my butt. Uh, but you do sit in a lot of gum. Frog bark or frog book. Something pause, uh, feet on something. Michael pause, feet on desk. Uh, pulling on Eleanor, lashing out. Classic shell strap, 100% on you. Michael's speech for opposite. Uh, 
process uh, ship uh, this uh, something. P- p- pity balloon, balloon guys pop. Uh, oh, he gives everybody gifts. Pikachu balloon. A giant diamond for Tahani. Uh, cheaty. Uh, old notebook of Kant. Uh, Chidi throws it in the trash. That's a bribe, not an apology. Oh, shrimp dispenser. That's what that says. It looks like ship at Dias and Nani. Uh, admit I was wrong. I'm so sorry. I feel so lost and vulnerable. First he says it in a one way, and then he whispers it again. Two-way dancing, I put. Sniff, have a seat. Uh, Something add to Hani and Jason and Janet. There's a little bit of a shaking. Janet and Michael kind of we're on the verge of a total collapse here. So that's me. Uh, how are you? But that's the main thing. How are you? And I think it ends. So let's run through it from the top here. It says something went wrong. Oh, for some reason my download's gone. Let's try again. Yeah, it's just downloading. It says, Season 2, Episode 5, The Trolley Problem. Chidi's frustrated by Michael's inability to understand the principles of human ethics, and Tahani confides in Janet. Looks like there's a total of 12 episodes this season, which would mean we have one, two, three more episodes after this to record. Is that right, one? Well, but yeah, sometimes the last episodes are longer. I don't know, two or twelve. So, one, two, three. I don't know, one, two, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Is uh, yeah. So I guess uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay, so the trolley problem. Here we go. It opens on Eleanor's house. Chidi's teaching. We're going to tackle the trolley problem. He he has. Uh, Jason's calling pieces. No, 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 we're not playing a board game. This is a kind of model for teaching. Really nice model he has set up right in Eleanor's living room. Okay, this is a thought experiment. Jason makes a great face. Uh, Philip a foot in 1967. And he explains how it works. Uh, there's also great stuff on the board chalkboard that I didn't, uh, Chidi's like, okay, which track would you choose? And Eleanor raises her hand. She's asking, you know, more for more information, beginning of thinking in an experimental way, I would say. She's like, yeah, keep swiping, you know, to somebody maybe she had a conflict with. Chidi says, no, no one like that. Uh, and uh, Tahani says, I've been on an ironic, ironic, ironic uh, uh, trolley. And uh, uh, Chidi says, okay, what about other things? Uh, how does it change? What if, you know, wh- how, what do you think? Uh, what if it's not a trolley? And Michael's acting like he's paying attention. And then he just shows this great uh, drawing he made like i said earlier this is a great job michael you like fixed it in the worst way possible looks like there's some broccoli on like like a broccoli sculpture on eleanor's uh thing and uh, great use of color too uh, there's very little color except where to make points and uh, michael's saying everybody stares at him says yeah write it 10 more times humans are good or people equal good, people equal good. Then the episode opens, chapter 19. We see that uh, Jason's like, oh, I got to go. Uh, Eleanor says, you don't want to hang? And they say, no, we got to go uh, uh, deal with something. That sounds fun. Uh, but we're going to get ahead on our homework. Uh Jason, do you care to join? Sure, dog. And it's totally bad, 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 bad acting. Yeah, then they're in a post-snuggle uh, time. Tahani's like, uh, Eleanor might be catching on. Did you tell her anything? And Jason goes, no, but why would it matter? Uh, 
And she goes, I like how you refer to our lovemaking. And he goes, who cares? Uh, and he goes, maybe you should talk to a friend about it. And she goes, but then they would know we're together. And he goes, yeah. And they could talk to them about why you don't want anybody to know we're together. And she goes, but I don't want anybody to know. And Jason says, well, isn't that weird that you don't want anybody to know and you don't want to talk to anybody about it? Uh, Eller says, hey, Teach, how's it going? Chidi's trying to get, you know, rack his brain. He goes, maybe a Kierkegaard rap musical would get through to him. Terrible idea. He throws it out. He does does a few bars from it. uh, And he goes, I don't know how you're going to teach him to be good. It's like teaching me not to be so gorgeous. Uh, And she goes, it's not possible. Gurp, gurp, gurp. and she goes, I'm sorry. And then she says, when she says, I believe in you, nerd boy. If you can teach me and Jason ethics, you can teach anybody. And he goes, that's definitely a no. Let me give you, give, give you a sample now. My writing is impeccable. Teleological suspension on the ethical. She goes, nope. Uh, Tahani's pacing. She says, Janet, uh, she goes, if I tell you something personal, you can't tell anybody, right? She goes, well, that's like a therapist. She goes, no, a therapist is trained somebody, you know, medical professional, ability to absorb and process complex ideas. Uh, I'm just a vessel with all the knowledge in the universe. She goes, close enough. Jason and I are sleeping together. Normally, you know, this is just a situational. Normally, I wouldn't do this. Uh, but uh, she goes, maybe you can help me with this. And she goes, well, I'm here to make your experience more enjoyable. I'll try to help you. I need some time to read every book written about psychotherapy. She does that in about one second. Let's begin. She already has a steno pad in her hand, uh, and then she was on glasses. Uh, Chidi goes to talk to Michael about the homework assignment of the ethics of Les Mis. And that's where they cover the stuff uh, about uh, the bread and stuff like that. Chidi's in a, like a blue Oxford, like uh, top buttons unbuttoned, not a not a button down collar, which really looks good on him. And then uh, khaki pants, uh, webbed belt, or maybe whatever that's called. I can't think of it. Uh, not webbed belt. Uh, a braided belt? Is that what it's called? Braided the old braided belt. Uh, Michael has a pink Oxford, and then one of his more speckled ties with a different shade of pink, and then like a pop in blue, and then a pink pocket square that matches his shirt. But the tie really pops, and they're going back and forth, you know, about Victor Hugo and everything. Also, like if you look at the frames of their glasses, Michael has a thinner frame. Chidi has a little bit thicker frame. Then we hop back to Janet and Tahani. Uh, Tahani's pretty relaxed. She's leaning back. Janet's leaning forward. Oh, no, she's leaning back, too, on her side. Dallied below my station. Non-famous Hemsworth. Uh, Larry. And, you know, Jason's not, he's not, uh, Jason rolls in. What are you guys doing? Sitting in a room? That's cool. <laughs> what are you doing? Sitting in a room? That's cool. Well, we're talking about our relationship with Janet. Uh, Jan- Janet says, okay, let me hear Jason's side. Nah, I'll talk for him. He thinks I have to control everything. And she goes, oh, uh, okay. And then she's like, I'll leave, Jason, and you can talk to her. Eleanor walks in on the trolley problem discussion with Michael. And he goes, why don't you just tell me the right answer? Chidi goes, there is no right answer. And Michael goes, this is why no one likes philosophy then. And Eleanor goes, yeah. He goes, Michael, trust me. uh, I know more than you about human ethics. uh, And that's where Michael takes it too far. He says, well, prove it to me. Let's take it out of the theoretical and uh, into a concrete approach. And he snaps his fingers around the trolley. Oh, goodness, Michael. 
What did you do? Made the trolley problem real. Let's see how this plays out. They're on the Universal Studios back lot. Most of the cars are older, like 50s cars, and then maybe even a 30s and then some 80s cars. Chidi's uh, trying to control the cable car, and he doesn't do anything the first time. He's too busy thinking. And trolley stops. What did we learn? Go back, go to commercial, come back. They say, Chidi, let's talk this out. He goes, what are we thinking? And Eleanor goes, he's probably just stressed right now. He goes, it's just a simulation. She goes, that's reassuring. Michael goes, well, there's real stakes, even though it's a simulation. And Eleanor says, what about the, uh, the classroom? Well, we're in the classroom, kind of. But we're also not really. And they say, don't worry, none of it's real. Oh, that's why I recovered that, yeah. It is real, but it isn't. Uh, uh, we have to take this out of a thought experiment. And he goes, you asked me if I could connect with the material more, and now I'm doing it, uh, so don't shame me. I'm trying. And she goes, okay, I do want to help you understand this. Uh, and he goes, okay, let's go again. They go again. Maybe we'd discuss it. Uh, no, you got to figure this out now, Chidi. Quick, what's your decision? Okay. I'll go down to the one track. Uh, and he goes, oh, I forgot to tell you, you know, uh, your boot buddy, your boot brother, brother Henry's there in his boots. Uh, nice trolley. His giant boots are stuck in the track. One of the heels. Uh, and so that goes, uh, Chidi catches the boot. We see it's called the Ethics Express. And Michael goes, okay. And Eleanor's like, is that really how it would go down, uh, ethically speaking? Jason's talking to uh, Janet. He's kicked back. Uh, we kind of see yeah, there's a, a potted plants in the room, vases, very fancy, even a dresser. Yeah, she says, Jason says, why, uh, how come I'm not, if I'm not a scientist who forecloses on banks, I don't matter. Tahani can't take it, so she comes in. She goes, what about couples therapy? Oh, this is the bedroom. I didn't realize it's so big a room uh, that there's a couch and a chair in the bedroom. And this is when Janet's thumb starts to uh, float, a uh, small glitch. Uh, but if I'm helping you guys, that's fine. What not lady has a thumb and wants to help you? Go back to the Ethics Express. Uh, okay, that was uh, number seven. Five William Shakespeare's instead of Santa. That's interesting. And Eleanor says, this doesn't seem like it. We've, it seems like we've taken this as far as it'll go. Okay, my, Michael says. He goes, so let's go to this. Uh, uh, amphitheater where everybody's watching, and he goes, This one's different. Uh, and she goes, Well, let me think about it. I got the Hippocratic Oath here, so at least I know how to um behave here. And Michael's like, Come on, Chidi. Uh, and he goes, No, no, this one's easy. No Hippocratic, you know, that makes it ethical. And Michael goes, Okay, one more wrinkle. We're gonna tell everybody then. And a little kid goes up to Cheedy, says, how are things going, Mr. Cheat, Dr. Cheedy? And uh, there's a trial, you know, there's a trolley problem. Cheedy goes, you got to be kidding me. And Michael goes, I'm finding this helpful. Really starting to get it. Uh, Eleanor's thinking in the background and then her eyes narrow. And uh, she's about to, she, she, then she steps forward and she goes, Michael. And she goes, you don't care about ethics right now. You're just going back to your old habits. Uh, and he goes, yeah. He laughs hysterically, grabs Chidi's shoulders. Sorry, old habits. Uh, and she goes, is this supposed to be funny? Because it's not funny to me. And he goes, come on, man. My bad. Uh, I'm still on your team. I just need to let off some steam. Uh, they go back to the kitchen. And, uh, Michael or Chidi's like, you need us. Uh, 
and we need you, but, uh, he goes, uh, what are you doing? He goes, you know, you know what? Get out of my class. Uh, get the fork out. He sits down even for his final, get the fork out. Like, just like Wonka would. They cut to a commercial. They go back. Eleanor talks to Chidi, who's now outside reading in a very stiff manner. Really upset. Uh, he's reading Kierkegaard. Oh, no, concentrating on a table of contents. It's like a menu, but the food is words. Eleanor says, interesting. Can't believe I thought Michael wanted to learn. Really, he was just up to no good. Using the thing I love against me. Woven belts. She said that. I never noticed that. Sorry, Chidi. Uh, I made him take the class. He goes, yeah, not, not your fault. Uh, he goes, yeah, I don't think he can change. This is may, might be part of his plan. Uh, maybe he never intended to learn. There's also a Chidi's nameplate on the desk. Uh, he's smudging up my glasses with my forehead stress grease. Eleanor says, no, I don't think it's true. And he goes, well, why is he behaving this way? She goes, I think of one. Professor Anagonye. And we see Tahani and Janet and Jason again. What do you value about Jason? Well, he's thoughtful. He picks flowers and brings them to me. Flowers I just planted. He goes, yeah, those are fresh ones. Uh, he's the least self He's got confidence. Uh, uh, not self-aware. And he's pretty good in the old uh, bedroom. Uh, and he goes, I'm nice to you. You're mean to me. He goes, I can't put my finger on that. It's not working, though. She goes, I like you, but I can't change all at once. She goes, can you give me a little more time? He goes, yeah, if you grab my butt in public, uh, like a sneaky, in a sneaky way, like act like you're grabbing the gum off my butt. Uh, she's trying not to laugh. Uh, she goes, you do sit in a lot of gum. They kiss. Uh, Janet says she's happy for them, but then that's when a frog comes out. Uh, and she says, wait a second. Uh, Michael's feet are on his desk. Uh, she can't take a joke. That's his problem. And Eleanor gets irritated. She goes, this isn't about Chidi and you joking on him. This is about you. You're pulling an Eleanor. And he goes, which one? And she goes, you know, rebelling because you feel uncomfortable, basically. This isn't funny. Uh, lashing out when you feel like a failure. You couldn't hack it. Uh, now you're taking it on the teacher. My, Michael goes, I can see in nine dimensions. Uh, and he goes, uh, so she goes, yeah, you can insult me all you want. Uh, another shell strap move, but you know I'm right. Michael says, whatever. Chidi will get over it. Yeah, and she goes, yep, that's another one. Let another person be the grown-up. Uh, and she goes, we're pretty similar. And she goes, this is on you to make it up to him. And she leaves. Michael thinks about it. Uh, then he says, I apologize. I'm I'm owning it. I'm supposed to be superior. I ought to act like one. So I thought about each one of you. Got you something that'll make you happy. Like presents? He goes, oh, that sounds good. I like how that sounds. Tahani, giant diamond. And he goes, I don't know what the big deal about diamonds is, but uh, carbon molecules. So she goes, oh, boy. She's happy. Eleanor, never-ending shrimp dispensary. It's like a soda machine. Shrimp comes out of the icing, and then there's sauces. Uh, what do we got? I can't. Circus sauce, something blast, uh, sriracha, garlic, uh, mystery flavor. Cajun Cool Ranch, and maybe one more, maybe an avocado. Pikachu balloon that Jason can't believe, uh, but he pops it by accident. Uh, and Cheaty. Tough nut to crack, but I figured it out. This is a notebook of Immanuel Kant that no one's ever seen. It was his musings or whatever. Oh, it's a replica. You know, he goes, this is uh, rare. Chidi's kind of uh, 
Because she's even doodles. She's interesting. She takes a dig, big, big, she takes a deep breath, uh, takes a book, cool, tosses in the trash, not interested. And he goes, it can't be bought. Mike goes, what do you want me to give you a golden nameplate? Uh, diamond bigger than Tahani's? No, please. Uh, and he goes, I don't want anything. Oh, sorry. Maybe I should have just told you. So first he does like the, the aggressive, uh, apo- fake apology to realize it to himself. Then he does a quiet, a real apology and about being, feeling lost and vulnerable. And Chidi just says, yeah, your shoulders are a little bit slumped, uh, but in like a way I'm open to hear what you have to say. And he kind of just looks at Michael, nods, uh, yeah, it made me feel insecure. I lashed out. I feel so lost and vulnerable. Chidi kind of smiles. He says, have a seat. Uh, Michael sniffles. Eleanor says, don't try the uh, mystery flavor. It's uh, white chocolate and not good with shrimp. Uh, but she has a little more. Then we go back uh, to, uh, to Hani's mansion. She, they thank Janet for all the therapy. She goes, I'm very happy for both of you. But she's not really, because then everything shakes. She goes, okay, bye. Michael's office is shaking. And they go in there. Janet goes in there. Hi. Uh, he goes, what's going on? What's wrong? I'm wrong. I got a glitch or something. Don't know what it is. Uh, not good for the neighborhood. So that's what's going on with me. How are you? And the episode comes to a close until next week. Uh, which is pretty good. Uh, so we'll see you soon. Good night, everybody.